All right, today is April 18th, 2021. We are testing out a actual show using Telegram, a communication chat application that allows people to drop in if they wanted to. And not that we sent out the link this time, but as a test. And so you, listener, could at some point chat or drop in with audio and join me and nancy hugo nancy how you doing i'm doing great yeah that would be interesting if we had people dropping in um we just have to let people know they can do that because we can't keep it a secret otherwise it's not going to work yes so getting the word out since uh that's that's apropos at the moment i will tell you um <clears throat> i set up uh pardon me i set up uh we already know that sorry i set up a uh, substack for me so danhugo.substack.com. And I set up Review, which is the Twitter-owned mailing list newsletter thing. So I was going to try those out. So I set up a newsletter, Review newsletter for Hugo Floss, and I'll set up a Substack so, so we can have mailing lists, and we'll get the social media stuff going, and all and this Telegram thing and all that. So, And whatever music you're playing, we'll, we'll throw that in there. Yeah. Well, hey, you know, yeah. it's always nice to have a little bit of music in the background, especially little, when it just, little bit, yeah. yeah, it pops in and then we are quiet and then it pops in again. Yeah. That's just part of technology. So anyway, yeah, getting the word out or, or uh, participation in general, which I think we talked about last week. So <clears throat> hopefully uh, we will convince people to uh, join in. Yeah. See what they think. Yeah. Yeah. More music. Sure. We're just going to have to live with that because that's the way of the world. So what's going on this week, Dan? Well, uh, I just mentioned the, the, the sort of outward facing stuff. So there's always work. I won't even bother people with the, the boring details, but I have uh, also, we have talked about Casanunzia. I have started working on some of the paperwork. So part of the filing process for a nonprofit in Nevada anyway is a the the mission statement, so to speak, the per, you know, why are you forming a nonprofit? So I wrote that and then the purposes, you know, like the sort of bullet items of our goals. Mm -hmm. That those will figure into our 501c3 filings. So, but might as well have it written down so we can talk to people about it. I did share it with our uh, colleague uh, that we spoke with, Charlie, uh, to get his feedback. So we'll see. Yeah. So we're moving, moving, advancing the cause, and then hopefully we will start changing the world one smart speaker at a time. Yeah, there's, uh, I've been thinking about this. There's a lot of things that people with, um, I was going to say problems, but challenges, um, really are left out in the wind if somebody doesn't come up with ideas on how they can participate in a lot of things that they're not able to unless technology would help them out does that make sense yeah yeah well um, when you when you think about it i mean this this is where i get the you know people who need them versus want them uh the google glass example because i said google my phone suddenly it came to life Sorry. No, that's okay. It's music to my ears. Oh, now it's talking. Yeah. See. Yeah. Apologies. Apologies. Uh, so. Uh, Dan, I'd rather hear the music in the background than that person, but <laughs> go ahead. <laughs> so the, uh, the, 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 pro the glasses from the G company. Yeah. They, they were sold as a, a G whiz gadget for the, I don't know nerdy crowd yeah but as i mentioned some other time the, it works great if you are vision impaired and it can identify money currency even if it's crumbled up i i remember trying this with the google goggles okay it didn't make any noise uh in a in a not well lit setting i crumpled up like a, a one and a five or something and uh, it could tell the difference without it being nice and flat and well lighted like that that's that right there could be saving people so much frustration not to mention 
you know, simple street features. You could identify, you could read street signs and it could, you know, there'd be all kinds of cues that would be available to somebody wearing a reasonably natural looking set of glasses and uh, doing their thing, you know, probably if they needed a cane or something, but so yeah, I, I, but people, they were worried about people wanting the glasses and they could have been pitching it to need. And I think it was yeah. a different story. You know, I've never seen the situation, but when people with, um, you know, um, when they can't see and they go to a store, they probably hold out their wallet. And hopefully if they have a clerk that's honest, they say, well, here, take what you need. Well, from what I, I mean, I can't, you, that's probably the only thing they can do. Yeah, oh, really? Bills or something. Yeah. I mean, you, you get the cat from, from what I've seen, no pun. Uh, yeah. You just try to get, if you go to the bank or something, you say, can I get all ones or what, you know, so then you know what the bills are. Well, so. what about their credit cards? I never noticed if there's braille that tells them what the name of the credit card is so that they can pull out a certain credit card and know that that's the one that they want. So it's interesting that you say that. So, well, first of all, I was going to say, so uh, if you go, if you ask for only ones, no one's going to give you like a five. They're not going to go like, oh, I'm only going to give you $5 bills. Right. So keeping it at ones probably convenient as far as credit cards or, or any of the payment cards, uh, they used to have raised numbers back in the day when you'd have to um, take an imprint as they call it. Right. Like, yeah. And the old fashioned machines. Yeah. But nowadays they have no discernible surface features other than the chip card, the chip, uh, the contacts. Right. So probably when you get the card, you have to mark it in some way. I'm sure you could put a, remember, that, remember those, uh, those old, like, like squeeze the letter into the little tape, like a little piece of red or blue or whatever tape. Oh yeah. Yeah. And then you, so that would provide a raised surface that would still work probably. So yeah, yeah. I mean, these are things though that you and I could postulate all day, but you could speak to one person who does this, whatever their level of vision impairment, and they would say, oh no, this is what you do, bam. And they, they would already know. So those are the people that you would say, oh, we're designing some new thing. Maybe you should give us some feedback on this during our iterative design process and you could be in our co-creation. Yeah. Group. Well, I know your favorite answer is, oh, we don't do that. Could you, could you just put some raised um, um, dots on your credit card so that the person knows, oh, no, we don't do that. I love that. Why would oh, we've never done that before. Why, why would anyone why? want that? Yeah. Yeah. The... We've never done it before. We don't really need to do it now. Right. Who needs right. that? So these are, yeah, these are the sorts of things. So there's, uh, I have three three items in the outline with a couple of sub bullets for each thing. And that's uh, pretty straightforward. And I have found thus far in my, in my limited travels, and this is not just in the last couple of weeks, but just over the course of postulating, uh, I think I use that word again, pondering. How about pondering this? Yeah, that's a good there word. Were, there are a lot of people who get it, but a lot more people who are, again, why would you, what is this? Are you making something? Are you, yeah. So it's, it's a weird concept for some, I think. I think yeah. if I talk to product development people, they right away think, so you're making smart home products for, yeah, no, we're not making anything. <laughs> so right away, you're, they're off in the weeds and they, oh, I don't get that. I don't understand. You know, the problem is that they don't put themselves into the situation of a person who has a challenge. Um, case in point would be a wheelchair. And I was mentioning this to you. Some of our doorways will not let the wheelchair go through it. And that's a problem. I think contractors or the building powers that be or codes, actually, they should change the code so that every doorway in a home should be at least 36 inches wide. Um, that would make life a lot easier for people who cannot get out of their wheelchair at all. So, and, and then throw in some nice radius uh, standards, right? So that yeah. you're not trying to make a hard turn to get. Well, you know, they have that, that in commercial uh, bathrooms. You have to have a five foot radius, but in re that doesn't apply to anything residential. 
So when they do even tract homes, if you did have a situation where you're a buyer who is in a wheelchair, you're going to have to do custom changes, which a lot of them just won't do. And if they do it, you pay a fortune for it. But it should be standard. Ooh, why I would think. anyone need that, though? Right? Why would anybody need what? A 36-inch doorway? Yeah, that, that's the whole thing we were just talking about. Why would anyone yeah, need why that? Why would anybody need it? <laughs> oh, you're being facetious because... Uh, well, you know, no, I'm being in the 80%. Right. Yeah. The well, whole crowd of people you know, who, uh, yeah. The same reason why I suggest uh, grab bars in a shower to somebody who is perfectly healthy, no matter what the age, because you don't know what's going to happen tomorrow. So you might well, as well be prepared. Mention, anybody can slip in a shower. I mean, yeah. Right. Right. Something to grab onto is good. Yeah. I, but I, people don't really, they don't look at it that way. They just say, no, I don't need it. Right. I don't want it. I don't need it. In my, uh, where I live here, I have only once in the, geez, seven, eight, I've lived here for seven or eight years, coming up on eight, I think. Um, lucky you. Only, oh, only lucky Las Vegas, I, I guess. <laughs> one, only once have I taken down the spring uh, shower curtain rod. Oh, that's where you grabbed onto. No, I, didn't, well, I mean, it was the, I had a towel hanging there, so I went to pull the towel off it, and I did it too quickly, you know, whatever. So the whole thing went, fell down. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, I, certainly I wouldn't be able to grab that in any oh, no. emergency. It'd be, be over. Yeah. Well, I hear, let's face it, a lot of people know that at a certain age, uh, you're prone to getting a fractured or broken hip. And when you're on your way down, if you don't have anything to grab onto, you can just say goodbye to your hip. So it would and, save and, a lot of pain and a lot of angst and a lot of everything if they just prepared for the future and that's what we're saying yeah and it doesn't even have to be i mean it could be uh preemptive grabbing on say yeah you know i, I the the i have a tub shower and it's a normal tub with a how tall is it like two two and a half feet i don't know whatever the height of a normal a tub. normal tub 14 inches okay i've never measured it so sure 14 inches so you know step into the, the it, it, there's nothing to grab onto there's only that shower rod thing i just mentioned so there's no handles that it has a little shelf silliness for your showering accessories but there's no actual grab bar of any kind so you know people don't think about these things and then you wonder why people get injured and i don't think i would break my hip but who knows and um i would rather have some grab bar than find myself uh, trying to crawl to a cell phone to call for you know, whatever. So these, these are just things that people don't think about. So, I mean, we, I think we both have uh, probably things to complain about today. And I, I have an example of yet more not thinking. So when we get to that, but yeah, people just don't, as you said, put themselves in the place of their customer, their user, their, I know. And some of the things that are out there for, say, um, somebody who has to be in a wheelchair, are some of them don't make sense. Some of them are silly. And that's because the people who design them probably are not sitting in a wheelchair. And we've talked about this before. I mean, I have a whole list of things, suggestions that would make life easier in just typical living in your house. Um, yeah. When do I get a chance to complain about my uh, what irks me this week? Whatever you want. Well, you said that it's uh, today is April 18th and Thursday, it's a Sunday. Thursday is April 22nd and that's Earth Day. A matter of fact, I did a podcast this week, which will be published on the 21st, about sustainability. And there's a lot of things that people can do uh, both in the residential arena and also in the commercial. And so we talked about those. And when you think about it, years ago, when I was way long time ago, when I was young, what we did was collect our Sunday papers. That's when everybody got the newspaper. And you'd get it every day. So, of course, in seven days, you had a stack already. And once a month, a truck would come around and you'd have to tie up your newspapers and they'd recycle them. Hopefully they did. I don't know what they did with it. And that was the only thing anybody ever did to recycle other than 
which we never think of as recycling, but we always had hand-me-down clothes. Now, today, it's the throwaway society. A lot of people would rather get new than try to recycle or find a way to reuse or pass it on to somebody else. So, you know, think about it. The earth is going to be full of garbage. Talking about garbage, the one thing that really bothers me is when people throw their garbage out their windows. Hopefully, it's just the car windows, but I know in New York, people on several floors up, second, third, fourth, they throw their garbage out the window, but we all know what New York looks like with their garbage all over. Luckily, chamber pots are no longer a thing. <laughs> so, um, what re so these people must, can you imagine what their houses look like? If they can throw garbage out the window, either their house is spotless and because they throw things out the window or they're just pigs and they live like animals. So how many times have you gone in a parking lot and you see a dirty diaper? I don't know why. Can't they walk over to the receptacle and put the dirty diaper in there? No, they leave it on the floor. Or I've seen them on the columns of lights and there's a little shelf around there. So they very nicely put this dirty diaper there. Yep. Well, now since the pandemic, we're seeing a lot of... Um, used masks on the floor i mean people come out of the store they take it off and they just throw it wherever they are yes and so that, from what i understand they are causing more ocean pollution and whatever right so they're all they're all over the place cloth disposable yeah everywhere. i see them everywhere here they're, uh, yeah yeah so so what happens we start showing our kids if we're this type of slob that this is acceptable so then their kids grow up like you know with these bad examples so it's got to stop somewhere so these people who don't think they don't care they're only concerned about themselves they should really think okay i have a used mask which might have germs on it they should throw it in a receptacle i mean what's wrong with them do they have a broken leg that they can't walk an extra couple of feet to throw it away so that's my complaint for this week i think people should be more um conscious of what they're doing they don't they don't yeah. think yeah generally yeah not not just masks but yeah certainly it's only gotten worse i also don't like the idea of people if people still smoke i'm sure and i never like the idea of people smoking and throwing their cigarettes anywhere anywhere and everywhere um we're not a smoking home but yet there's cigarettes uh, butts um, on the sidewalks and they end up collecting in the crevices the seams of the sidewalks people don't think i don't know why i don't know why it, uh, there's no excuse for that they're just pigs what about the people who buy uh, a coffee or a soda and they leave their paper cup anywhere and everywhere. They'll go to a store and you'll be looking on the shelves for stuff and you see used containers of coffee, soda. What makes people do this? We don't have any answer for this, I know. I'm asking sure. you a rhetorical question, but um, maybe they were just brought up that way. Maybe they're lazy or maybe they're plain stupid. I don't know. I hope to think that there aren't that many stupid people in the world lazy apathy, I guess. I So I think anybody who's ever worked in a, especially fast food restaurant, but if you've done food service, there's that like, well, I know what it's like. So like, you know, I, I don't leave stuff on the table usually unless it, it feels weird if they say, no, no, just leave it. You know, at a, depending on the setting, if, the, if there's a tray involved, usually you're like, I, I, don't I throw this away? No, 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 just leave it. Especially buffet restaurants, that feels strange. Yeah, which you know, yeah. I don't know if they'll ever open again here. I guess some of them are, but um, yeah. So I think that similarly. So like when I uh, before the gym, the twenty four hour fitness I used to go to before it closed, before a lot of them did. Uh, I used to walk uh, down this sort of side street, not not the main thoroughfare, and uh, so you're back where there's like a grass field. I'm sorry, a field with some grass, dried grass, and it's behind a hospital. So. Uh, a lot of just junk, a lot of uh, bottles, uh, 
paper, you know, just stuff thrown out windows, like you say, right? Because you're on the side street, you're not on the main drag. So nobody's going to see you when you throw out the whatever out your window. And maybe people, oh, I guess people would cut through the field towards the hospital because then there's some restaurants next to it and all that. So, so I think, you know, you're out of sight. You're like, oh, I don't want to carry this to the garbage can over there. So I'll just throw it on the ground because who cares, right? So I, when you see that stuff, I literally at one point was like, you know, I could I could carry a garbage bag with me to the gym. I would just fill it up along the way. That would be doable. But then you're like, well, then I got to carry this bag of garbage for two more miles. So because mm -hmm. there's really no and, and oh, there's no receptacle. Possibly, yeah. Right. So possibly that's part of the problem is that there's nowhere to actually you'd actually have to go to find a some sort of a receptacle to throw stuff in. So you know, uh, it's, it's the way it is. I. I, I've heard someone say they don't have garbage cans here. I guess they want me to throw it on the ground. So that was not the good attitude, but you know, that's, that's some people. So what are you gonna do? Mm -hmm. Every time but we yeah. have a windy day, I can go outside and collect garbage yeah. in front of my house. I mean, there's plastic water bottles and candy wrappers, you name it. The, the wind will carry it to my house for some reason. So I go out there and clean it up. But uh, what happened to pride? What happened to people having pride in where they live? Proud to be living in the city or the state or on the street. So if you don't have any pride, well, then you might as well just go live in a barn and throw your stuff around. Animals do that. People aren't supposed to. Actually, that would be, that's a good question. If, um, like, if you go into a bear den when they're about to hibernate is it yeah. all is it all cleaned out because they're like well we're gonna be sleeping for a couple of weeks so might as well uh throw out the trash before you know how does that i wonder how that works because you may be giving animals uh not enough credit that's true you know how you can tell a neat person from somebody with uh no pride i have gone into many kitchens to measure because we all know i'm a designer and there's I've been in houses where you can't even measure the countertops because it's so full of clutter. And one particular kitchen, I remember I got my tape and I stretched across the countertop and ooh, it was so full of grease when it got back into the, it recoiled into the, the holder. It was just greasy and people don't care. It's like, okay, we're letting you in our house. We live like pigs. They don't flush toilets, nothing. I mean, I feel like I've been in the worst of the worst. Hoarders, pigs, they don't care. They don't care if anybody sees it. They don't care if they're going to have somebody to their house. Why should they Why should they clean up the dishes in the sink? Why should they wash the countertops or the floors or flush their toilets? There are some people who live like that, Dan. I hate to say it. I don't, well, actually, I mean, it's so you wonder what, like, what would possess them to say hey you know what we need in this in this um chaos is a we need to redesign our kitchen <laughs> well unfortunately i did a kitchen where it was just a mess and when the cabinets were removed from the wall the um there was a lot of cricket stuff and roach stuff that was just there it was disgusting it all got cleaned up. She got a new kitchen. A couple of weeks later, we went back and it was still terrible. She just, there are people who they don't care. They're going to live like that. It was actually the mother who wanted her daughter to have a new kitchen. So she paid for it. But when you have this sloppiness ingrained in you, this I don't care attitude, this let's live like pigs, who cares? then whether you have a remodeled area or you have um, done new pots and pans, give it time. They're going to look just like the old ones. They're going to, the house is going to look like um, people live there and they don't take care of anything. Going back to the bears. Yeah, they probably, I don't know, but wouldn't it be nice if the bears had more pride than a lot of humans and they cleaned up their little den and they went to sleep and when they woke up they didn't have to clean again <laughs> it's all clean and that's um that's where people should take a note um what can i say 
there's no excuse for people, Danny. There's uh, you can't live with them, can't kill them, something like that. Well, you so can ex no you can explain the um, the positives of cleanliness and neatness, but if it's if they don't care, you're not going to get to them. Hmm. Isn't this a happy uh, subject yeah. that we're talking about? Yeah. <clears throat> well, I mean, somebody got their kitchen redesigned. That's always a nice story. Something you know, going, and I have more to say about this. If they don't have pride in their house, do you really think they have pride in their appearance? You know, another one of the things that really bother me is when people go shopping. And I know that there hasn't been that much going on because of the pandemic, but still, I'm now starting to slowly go to a grocery store. And there are people who don't care what they look like. Um, so they show up in their pajamas and they haven't taken a shower because they just rolled out of bed. So they're standing near people six feet away, hopefully, but you can still smell them. They don't wash their hair. It's no pride. It's like, okay, this is who I am. Take it or leave it. But when you go into a public place and you start infusing your body smells into the area, that's not very considerate of other people. No. I would be more descriptive, but um, I don't want to shock anybody. But <laughs> that's that's the way it is. There are people and then there are people. Well, I know... Um... Arizona has relaxed the mask requirements. That is, uh, that will happen in Nevada on June first ish. Uh, I think something happens on May first, but on June June first, two thousand twenty one, I imagine uh, twenty twenty one. The Nevada will be. Oh, they're gonna they're gonna leave it to each county to determine, and then Clark County, of course, with Las Vegas, they're gonna be like, let it rip. So mm -hmm. uh, mask mandates and whatever. So I. At that point, whether Smith's, my local ridiculous grocery store, Kroger, um, that's my that's my uh, my complaint. If I if there's still time, but yeah, I don't know if they're oh, gonna sure join in on the complaining. What's your gripe? It sort of aligns with the uh, not putting yourself in the shoes. Uh, there there have been several emails back and forth. And this was a question I posed to them probably two months ago, maybe. Uh, concern their their website and their mobile application, they're very inconsistent as far as naming things and finding menu items and whatnot. So I have, I didn't really want to do this, but I've contacted customer support via email. I typed a message. They responded generally. Uh, the question was if I get, oh, I should, well, I went to the store after I returned from Phoenix, actually, uh, coupons expire on Tuesday. So Wednesday morning when the store opens, that's the week of the you know, weekly ads and the coupons and all that stuff. I said, oh, there are a couple of items, like three items, maybe that I was going to shoot over there. So it was like 9 PM. I said, oh, I'll just walk over and close at 11 pick up these three items, whatever it was. I think it was three. Not a big deal. Probably probably a savings of five bucks or something, but it's like, yeah, hey, might as well. It was things I needed, whatever. So so as I'm walking over there, everything expired, right? So now it's the next day's pricing. All the weekly ad pricing is gone. So so the, the total weekly ad savings, coupons, all that together would have been made it worthwhile to go that night. Otherwise, I would have just stayed home. So I'm, I'm already halfway there. I'm like, all right, well, so I don't think I got any of those items because they're no longer on sale, I guess. It's hard to say. So I said, you know, what's up with your mobile application showing me everything's expired and gone and new pricing for tomorrow? And, oh, we're really sorry. We'll credit your shopper card $10. And I said, you know, there's nowhere to find the balance for your shopper's card. First of all, they call it a fresh value card or a shopper's card or a shopper plus card, or I think there's one other name. I said, so where do I find out how much money that you, you know, where can I see that $10 or in general? How do I, 
see when I get credits applied. And they kept, it, it took four emails back, and I think it was four. And they kept saying, oh, if you want to see how many fuel points you have. And I said, no, I want to see what, the, you just gave me $10. Where do I see that $10 somewhere? Oh, when you go to the store, you can check out. It'll be on that. I said, no, I want to check. What, how can I see now? How, how would I know? You're telling me I got to walk down to the Smiths to see that I have $10. Why can't I just do it? I'm, I have, I'm surrounded by computers. Why can't I look on a, it took, I called them on the phone eventually. And she's like, so you want to see your cash back? back? No, I want to see this, the, the final answer. Oh, you can't check that online. Uh, you can call and ask or you'll see it at the cash register. So I, uh, that to me, that was ridiculous. But it took so many back and forth, them giving me weird answers. And it turns out, I believe that they're answering with automation systems. So I don't think a person is reading my email because when I first called, and th this really goes to the Casa stuff, right? So just the customer experience is so broken for something as simple as this, right? So when I called and it says, do you have a question about your loyalty card or your, you know, so I said, okay, that's another name, loyalty card, right? So I said, I want to know what my cash balance is on my shopper card. And it says, if you'd like to know your sh uh, cash back offers, go to, and you're like, no, that's not what I want. So I think they use an automated email reader so that reads through the message and says, oh, cash balance. They must be talking about something. So a very frustrating experience. And But Kroger is one of the, if not the largest grocery chain in the country. So I guess they don't have time for customer experience. So they're on their way to Amazon, I guess. <laughs> it, was a, it was a frustrating experience because uh, I really, it's not worth the time. At some point you're like, uh, why am I, it's, it's not, it's not worth it. Uh, I had a $7 cash back. For those who don't know, you can go, when you go buy things, you can, you can clip a cash back coupon instead of a, you know, let me interrupt for a second. That goes back to my complaint about coupons. First, it was paper coupons. Then we're going to do away with that. We're going to give you the little card with your own number on it. Then now it's digital coupons. And then you showed me where you can get cash back. So you can spend a lifetime on Sprouts, yeah. on Kroger, finding all these little things. Uh, oh, digital coupons, you got to go through the list of a hundred things there's they're not and in any particular you, order right it's to get you into the store because they're not uh they don't offer these discounts or or, or uh, promotional pricing or whatnot on when you ship or when, uh, if you pick it up i think they do but if you have it shipped or if you have a delivery they don't they give you it's always full price so it's clearly to get you to the store that's fine but so the second time it happened, um, I had a $7.50. These are all small numbers, right? So it's not even like, uh, it's not life-changing. But, oh, I have $7.50 of cash back money. I'll cash it out to my shopper fresh value loyalty card. And uh, shoot over to the store, and I was going to get some, um, some was it maybe CLR or was it liquid? Oh, I think liquid plumber. Is that liquid plumber? I think my... Um, Ironically, my tub that I just mentioned earlier, the tub was slow draining. So I was like, oh, I'll just see if that will help. So that's like five bucks. So I'm like, oh, it's basically free. Why not? So I walk over there. Oh, no, no, you don't have your 750. Sorry. Oh, I wish I could have checked that at home, but I can't. I have to come here and check it and find out. So it's just such an awful user experience. And then when you're there, the people at the store don't know anything about. I was just going to say that. I've asked questions too, and they go, gee, yeah. I'm sorry. I don't know. And but we'll get you the like answer. But it's a very simple version of, yeah. you know, imagine you're you're at your home and you have uh, an assisted assistive technology device that just doesn't want to work, and in fact, it causes you additional pain or harm or discomfort. Or so, I'm complaining about stuff that's really meaningless, but it's a reflection of a lack of awareness of the customer experience that the bigger the company is i think the more distant they are so that you end up with a completely unhelpful you know if you call somebody oh i don't know i've never used it and this has happened with several other i could i could regale you with stories all day if we want to fill up a couple hours uh, of bad customer experience and 
it's just something I've realized over the years as in a product development role here and there in my career that it, when you actually talk to people, make it, you talk to your customer all the time, right? Your kitchen designs. Yes. You but I was going to say, I, yeah, all the time because they yeah. don't have uh, some sort of automated system. But I get so frustrated when I have to listen to these automated systems. I end up just yelling, you're so stupid. I want to talk to a real person. And they keep asking me questions until finally you have you go, okay, your wait time is an hour and 20 minutes. Would you like us to call you back? I mean, yeah. that's frustrating after all that. They well, should be then, on the other the other end, and yeah, yeah, the user experience it's horrible. Well, the funny part I don't know if you've had this happen. If you are on hold for a, an hour, and then mm -hmm. they come on the phone and you're not there, they move on to that. You're too bad. So you're out of luck because you had to put the phone down for a second to do whatever. Hello, hello. Oh, ah. Well, here's another one of my unfavorite things. After being on hold not to um you know diss anybody with an accent but i usually end up with somebody with an accent that i can't understand and i'll say well, so where are you from do you have anybody there that speaks a little bit clear because i don't understand what you're saying uh, oh, and they just keep possibly, repeating the words right well possibly worse than that uh, it could go could be a tie is uh when someone has to read a speech or a prepared a menu of whatever choice they have. So they'll, they, they rattle it off because they don't want to spend time talking. So they're like, do you want to say this? And you're like, I didn't understand a single word you just said. They're like, well, uh, okay. Right. They, I don't know. I don't know what they're thinking, but you know what I mean? Like it, my, I'm, I'm spending my time trying to solve a problem and you don't want to spend the time to speak clearly. So I can't understand you. And it gets, yeah. and so it's, I mean, these are all, these are all minor, these are like <clears throat> the miniature version of what I would imagine someone who really needs these things runs into, right? Like imagine right. if you can't actually hear them, like not only can I, I don't know what your accent is, but I'm trying to have it converted to text so I can read it because I don't have a, and I can't, it's, can, it's coming out. I don't know what you're talking about. So <clears throat> without, <clears throat> pardon me, without an active element of like, I would like my customer to have a good experience. When that's missing, you end up with, uh, you know, fill in the blanks, right? The, mm -hmm. yeah. the, the smart speaker doesn't understand you, the, the, the water temperature is too high and you get burnt, whatever. It's fill in the blank of, I'm in my home and I can't even use this technology to make my life safe, much less convenient, right? Yeah. Well, then after a lot of those automated calls, I like when they say, and would you care to stay on the line after you're finished talking so that you can take our survey? Yeah. Well, that, yeah. So I got a survey, a customer satisfaction survey from Kroger. And my pet peeve of all pet peeves is when you get email from some sort of a business or especially if you are giving them money and it's sent from do not reply. Right. So it's do not reply at Kroger customer satisfaction survey. So I took a picture of that. I posted it on Twitter and I said, not even pretending Kroger. Hmm. So I will get nothing back or nothing meaningful. So I'm not it's just passive aggressive. Well, yeah, that's it. We we've gotten to the point where we don't expect anything back. Um, you can just hopefully get to the person. And if you get a call back, I'm surprised because I will leave my name and number. They will say, yes, we'll get back to you with the answer, but don't ever count on that. Wait, don't we sound like negative people today? That's yeah. terrible. Yes. Here it is April and the weather is beautiful and we should probably go take a walk. I do walk right? every day. Yeah. Still. Good. I do miss the gym. I'm uh, <clears throat> at some point. Uh, at some point, this voice will return to normal function. But the 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 wind has not been as bad as usual. Like every year in Nevada, Southern Nevada gets this wind from wherever, and it picks up all the dust and it, it blows up uh, whatever the radiation and nuclear waste is around here. 
and it's usually awful and it's not quite as bad this year but i have been enjoying walking every day even though i don't walk to the gym since it's not open but uh i think in general in the world uh actually not staying home and growing <laughs> growing potatoes all day like uh, a martian is uh, makes a big difference oh it is nice to get out especially when we have beautiful weather probably the midwest um they finally um have some clear weather it's not snowing although you never know in the chicago area but um yeah it's it's Arizona has gorgeous weather where we can tell because all the snowbirds are coming back and we do have a lot of them. So wait, why are the snowbirds coming back in April? Oh, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, oh, my whole calendar and my mindset is all reversed, but believe it or not, there are a lot of people who come here in April, May and um, April and May because of uh, spring training for baseball. So we're getting a lot of that. And they will come until May, June-ish. Most of the people stay away in August, September, August, uh, July, August, September. Yeah, but, here we don't get quite as much, but with the monsoon thing with the lightning and the. Really yeah, good. we get in that fact, too. I will say, for what it's worth, uh, Las Vegas has a good firework tradition, I suppose. And uh, I think it was. Ah, it was a long time ago, several years ago. There was a really good lightning storm on the 4th of July, and it made for a substantially better fireworks show from, I mean, oh. just so many pictures and of, of uh, crazy, well-lighted skies with fireworks going up, so it was pretty cool. But generally speaking, um, <clears throat> the weather is nice here, and so I've been able to get outside, so you should too, anybody listening. Try to yeah. Well, this has been an interesting podcast. Well, I got all my complaining in for this week. I hope that uh, people do something on Earth Day uh, for the good of the Earth, for the good of your family and the next generation. And don't be pigs, for Pete's sake. You know, if you don't see a receptacle, bring your own. But stop so throwing negativity. Things. So, so uh, to answer uh, the question you are probably asking someone somewhere, um, if you're using Telegram and you are recording a podcast as we are now you can use the three dot menu as always and uh, unfortunately they hide the recording time the running timer in there so, oh. uh, as you probably know uh listener or something around 41 minutes i think yeah but there's got to be some sort of positive uh note or notes we can end on i mentioned casa Nunzia. i mentioned that we will have a mailing lists or what a newsletter we uh, passively started up with uh, support links, like buy me a coffee or whatever, and uh, PayPal, and <clears throat> not not to get rich, but certainly we want to expand our adventures in digital media. This is the one of several podcasts, I guess. Uh, I have two other ones. You have one other one so far. We'll do mm-hmm. stuff for Casamenzia. There will be others. So if anybody's interested in uh, throwing, this is, this is not, uh, we're, I'm, I'm not planning on buying a new home anywhere from uh, podcast money at this point. No, no Joe Rogan dollars, but certainly, especially if we can uh, start getting some interactive shows and some cool guests and stuff, yeah, it might be interesting. We'll see. Yeah. Well, I'll do a little commercial for home design chat with Nancy because I do have a little thing on there now that says you can support us. Uh, with 99 cents or 4.99 or 9.99, I'm just looking at the 99 cents. I think that would be cute. Uh, Home Design Chat with Nancy is on a lot of platforms, um, and we have a lot of listeners. We talk about everything having to do with your home, and like I said this week, we talked about sustainability that will be published on Wednesday, just before uh, Earth Day. But right now, if you go on it. Well, you'll be able to see all of the podcasts that I've done, but everything from tile to custom front doors to outside kitchens uh, to, well, paint colors, trends, you name it, I've talked about it. And I've been doing that for four years. I guess people are getting either 
more interested in my podcast or tired of listening to me, but they're fun to do. I do enjoy, enjoy talking, and that's why I do podcasts more so than blogging. So that's yeah, my commercial uh, for the day. <laughs> the written word is um, it's hard to be spontaneous because you can, like, I suppose if everybody just wrote without that, that's texting, I suppose. I, autocorrect screws up your message, but you send it anyway. And then you, oh, I didn't mean to send that, whatever. So I think um, aside from texting though, yeah, the written word <clears throat> requires more time just because you, before you hit send or before you post it or whatever, you can always edit it. So you're like, oh, should I write this? Should I make that look like that? Wrap it around here, that paragraph's too long, whatever. So you can start over you know, but I do find that the written word is not as popular as the verbal and also using a lot of pictures helps. Um, the average person will look at a blog, especially if it doesn't have any breaks with pictures, and they'll go, I'm not reading this. This will take me too long. Right. And so, so, yeah, so that's why I tend to do podcasts. My complaining was actually one of my uh, sections on designer's circle which is an online magazine that i have and i did that for 13 years and people would i mean they wouldn't read it because this was the usual excuse oh i don't have time to read that so i read it and timed it and it took one and a quarter minutes and so people would still complain nope i don't have time to read that or i'll print it out and i'll read it I mean, what concept are we missing that you don't have to print it out, people? It's online. It's a website. Boy, that's another thing that irks me. People don't realize when they're reading something that I've written that it's on a website that's available 24-7. And I've been saying this for 13 years, and they still don't understand. And there have been people that print out the whole designer circle and pages and pages. And then they go, oh, that was last week's. Now let me do it for this week. What's the problem? I, I don't know. Um, <clears throat> I've been listening to audiobooks when I, because I, I tend to not read books. I tend to read articles. But uh, audiobooks are great for if you are out walking. So if I'm out for about an hour a day, that's, that's a good chunk of a book. Usually a reasonable book will take anywhere from maybe four or five to maybe 10 hours. And I usually listen at like one and a quarter, sometimes 1.5 X. So cut that down. Mm. But yeah, that's, um, that's been very useful. So I, I mean, I consume everything. So I, I listen to podcasts, I read stuff a lot and I watch YouTube videos about all kinds of interesting things. So I'm, uh, I'm a, a vast, and voracious consumer of a lot of media. And so, uh, I don't know, I think there, there's certainly interesting stuff. I mean, maybe, I don't know if somebody will eventually go, oh, I've just discovered Hugo Floss. I'm going to listen to all of them. Maybe, I mean, I, I used to do that. I used to listen to This Week in Tech with Leo, Leo Laporte when I would drive so mm -hmm. if I drove from the Bay Area to Phoenix, so that's, you know, 13 hours of driving. So I'd put a bunch of shows on a CD, MP3 shows, and I would just play them in my car while I was driving. Usually they're like an hour or two each. So that was nice. So, yeah, I, I think, the, the you know, the more ways you can reach people, different, some people like to read, some people want to listen. So who knows? Yeah. Uh, a smattering. I will say uh, something, here's here's a little fact. Turns out Jerry Seinfeld played at 1.25, awful, not funny. If you speed him up a little bit, because then suddenly all the, what's the deal? It's always, what's the deal? It doesn't yeah. sound right. So I actually, I, I had his, um, what do you call it? The, uh, is this something book? And it was literally him just just speaking his bits from over the years. Just so you know, oh, I remember that one from. But when he's saying it at you know audiobook listening while I'm walking speed, it was uh, it was unbearable. So I returned it early. I didn't keep it. Okay, it so we gotta let Jerry know that. Yeah, 
I'm sure he's, uh, <laughs> well, Dan, is that it for is, is that it for today? I oh, I don't know. I mean, so our show is shorter than normal. Uh, this was a, a reasonable experiment. Um, as people, if people are listening now and they say, "Oh, I didn't know about this Telegram thing," so between now and the next show, because I'm now inching closer to putting some sort of web content up, but we have a Twitter account. We have a and I'll put all this in the show notes. So if you find this show, it will have a mention of where to start looking for our social media presence. Everything is Hugo Floss CO without the dot, um, Twitter, Instagram, all that. So, but eventually, yeah, there would be an invitation to participate in some way. And it would be great if somebody said, oh, I've, I had a problem with Kroger and we could pursue that or, or hopefully something more positive, but, uh, yeah, I, I literally, there's a, there's a book author named Lindsay Ellis. I think she's like, like she's way into science fiction and whatnot. She has a YouTube channel and whatnot. And right before we started recording this, I, she, she kind of got auto played. Uh, YouTube just keeps playing all day. So she was doing a Q and A about a book she published last year. So it was a last year YouTube show. And um, so, yeah, it was a it was a good, interesting interaction. So in that case, she was reading questions as people sent them to her. Very useful. So hopefully, uh, we can go down that road. But even more interesting, I hope, will be Casanunzia engagement as we start to talk about everything we touched on today and in the previous episodes. You know, like what. What do people really need? What doesn't work? I'm sure there's hours and hours of broken, <laughs> quote unquote, assistive technologies out there. The smart home is not that smart and it should help more. Anyway, so uh, I'm going to close the show myself because Nancy has to step away for a moment and we'll try to kill this before she gets back. So thank you for listening. And remember, we are opening up the floodgates for participation. Uh, Telegram is not the end-all and be-all, but it does work, and it's a completely cross-platform. I'm using the Linux desktop application, Windows, Mac, Android, iPhone, unlike that Clubhouse thing you've probably heard about that is iPhone only, which is ridiculous. Uh, we might try some other platforms as well. Basically, go where your users and listeners are and have them join in the fun. So thank you for listening again. Check the show notes. Check back. Listen in next week. Hopefully we'll have all this, the toys and the, 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 the wiring or the pipes, I guess, the internet pipes all uh, connected. And I have, dude, I have 24 hours a day of work, and then uh, I take a break, and then I work at night. So always stuff going on. And you're probably going to hear about it eventually. And on that note, have a good week. And uh, don't throw stuff out your window, apparently. And uh, shop at Vons. That's all I have to say. Thank you. Until next week. <laughs>